0: Hello and welcome, my name is Nicole, I'm a yoga teacher and this is your podcast all around the topic yoga, mindfulness and personal growth. Hi and welcome to a new episode of Yoga by Nicole, but this week's episode actually doesn't really have anything to do with yoga but it's a super nice conversation I had last week while I was in Lisbon with Noor, who is an Instagrammer and YouTuber and she's also a writer and nutritionist and environmental activist. So she really does so many different things and she also has literally lived everywhere in the world. (laughs) And I asked her all about how is it to be a digital nomad. I also asked her about self-love and veganism and she sh- shared very openly about her eating disorder and yeah, so much more. So stay tuned to hear all about that now. Hi, Nuala. By the way, I love your name. It's so Thank beautiful. Thank you. It's, I think the first time that I've heard it.
1: Yeah, It's not a very common name. I, uh, I know a few other Norse, but uh, I met them because of our names because we have oh. the same names. We're like, okay, we should like get together. <laughs> but uh, it's actually an Arabic name. Oh, uh, nice. It means light in Arabic. Mm-hmm. So my dad is from Morocco. So that's why. Uh, I, yeah,
0: yeah, you have everywhere. such a cultural yeah weird background. background. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you have to tell us how did it like how how did you end up in Lisbon? So we're in Lisbon right now, sitting mm-hmm. at your workplace at the co-working space. Yeah. And yeah, how what made you come here?
1: Oh well, it's uh so actually I was just traveling this summer and mm-hmm. I was doing an Interrail uh in Spain and in France and I had a friend here who I know from Bali because I was uh, nomading in Asia for a year before and I had a friend who I met in Bali and she was living here in Lisbon now. So I just came here to visit her. Mm-hmm. And uh, after, I don't know, after today I was like, oh my God, I love this place. I need to come back. So I kept coming back during the summer. Mm-hmm. I went back and forth. And then I was like, I was living in Brussels and uh, I was very bored of Brussels. I kind of really didn't like it anymore. I felt like I needed to go somewhere else and Lisbon just felt right. And even though there was nothing really Nothing really made sense like I ha- didn't have anything here. I was just mm-hmm. like I feel like I need to come here mm-hmm. And so I yeah, That's I took a leap and I came here mm-hmm. and just wanted to try it out for a few months and now I just love it so much mm-hmm. Yeah, so. so
0: where? which other places have you lived before? So you were born in Paris Yeah,
1: I was born in Paris. I lived there until I was 12 then I moved to Luxembourg for three years Then I moved to Brussels where I finished high school then I went back to Paris, then I lived in L.A. for a year, Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I went back to Brussels and that's when I started traveling a lot. So I didn't really live in places much, but I stayed like three months in South Africa, I went uh, to Iceland, I traveled in Scandinavia, then I went to Southeast Asia where I stayed for uh, about a year and I lived in Bali for five months there. So yeah, just like yeah. a little bit of different places, and now (laughs) Lisbon.
0: Sounds amazing, but I think everyone is thinking right now, how did you do that? Like, how did you combine it with work?
1: Uh, Well, I was just, to be honest, uh, after studying, I was like, I don't want to have like a regular job I want to be able to do something i like and be able to move so I was just researching online what can I do how can I do this and I just ended in a big YouTube loophole (laughs) like a YouTube like yeah black hole and I just dived in and I just found all these videos about I don't know like you can do whatever you want if you put your mind to it so that's uh, what I kind of did I tried well I saved money in Belgium at first to make sure that I had like a backup Uh, but then i ended up being able to take photos and videos while traveling because i studied photo and video so that was like my main thing so i was actually able to work and travel at the same time it wasn't always easy like Uh sometimes like at first it was pretty hard so that's why it was good to have some money saved up
0: yeah
1: Good, but um
0: so what were um, the biggest obstacles
1: uh, just uh, finances, because it's still hard when you don't have. Um, it's it's fine when you already have uh, a big structure and you mm. already have like it's, You have a stable uh, business online, that's fine. But when you're building it while you're traveling, it's mm. a bit challenging because you mm. don't really you know how, if it's going to work. You still have to be very careful with like how you spend and everything. So that's what that was like the hardest mm. part. So it was pretty stressful at times and also. You're not just on holiday, so you have to like. I was working crazy hours all the time, mm-hmm. even though I was in dreamy places. So yeah, it was <laughs> a little bit like people were like, "Oh, you're just on holiday, yeah. you're just having a lot of fun all the time." Like, ah, not really
0: mm-hmm. not. But, uh that's really,
1: but I was still very grateful and enjoying what I was doing. Yeah. But it, I was also very tired and working yeah. a lot.
0: But that's always, I think, what happens that people mm-hmm. only see because that's of course what you mainly share, Exactly, you're not going to share, oh, I'm
1: not doing it, like, I'm just uh, behind my computer. Like, (laughs) no one cares, Uh right?
0: What Mm. helped you to stick through those periods where it got really hard?
1: Uh, i not actually sure. I think just looking at people around me who were still doing it and who were succeeding, just surrounding myself with people who were actually motivated Mm -hmm. was very motivating. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And, And also just thinking of going back to a boring life (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't like or anything yeah just made me really want to like fight for what I want and I'm just like yeah I just want to have a life that I enjoy while while also doing things that are good for the world like Mm -hmm. in a way so Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Yeah. I think that's so interesting to hear because Mm -hmm. it is quite tough to really get out of your comfort zone. Like for so many people that's just so hard. Yeah. And
1: that's true. That
0: you've done that and stick to yeah. it. I
1: think yeah. so I don't even like think about it. <laughs> like then, like did I really get out of
0: my comfort zone? Like yeah,
1: yeah. Actually like it's just <laughs> feel like it just happened. Yeah.
0: Like, maybe it's in your nature. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's cool. But so um you're uh, you're basically working as a content creator now. That's super nice. But you have your own business yeah. as well. Yeah. Tell us about that.
1: <laughs> so my own thing is so I mainly use social media to raise awareness and educate people about sustainability and also about uh, self-love.
0: Yeah, yeah, you've you've also written three e-books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <Not bad laughs> you know too. everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Um, uh, my first question: How does one write an e-book? So is it basically you write a book and then you can just publish it yourself? Yeah, you I somewhere? published
1: it on my own blog, on my mm-hmm. website. So that's the only place where it can be bought. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking of putting it on Amazon as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I just decided, I was like, hey, I have a lot I want to share. So mm-hmm. I decided to make three different eBooks. One is more recipes mm-hmm. so with vegan recipes and tips on nutrition. Another one is um, about uh, self-love. And the last one is about sustainability. Mm-hmm. So like how to be more sustainable in every aspect of your life, like mm-hmm. it's divided into four categories. And yeah, I just took some time to some time off. I actually, I was really, I started writing them and taking photos and everything. And I was like, I can't focus. I was in Belgium and I was like, I just can't focus here. There's so much going on. So I decided to go to Corsica, where my mom is from, for two weeks. Uh, it was like in March last year, yeah, in March. <laughs> And I was so lucky I was there for the two sunniest weeks of the winter. It was amazing. I was just like sitting on the balcony in my bikini on my laptop writing <laughs> every day. So I was studying and working at the same time. That was amazing. And I was alone, there was no one else. So I really got to focus and write everything. I was spent two weeks like super, super focused. And yeah, mm-hmm. then I was able to publish them.
0: Uh-huh. Nice. And yeah, you are so I think so admirable what you do in terms of sustainability. And for example, you yeah. have to tell us about not uh, tra- trying not to use planes so much yeah uh, a big one and that's so a really cool. big one yeah.
1: yeah so the thing was a little bit over a year ago i because um, i so i've been traveling god i've been taking a lot of planes in my life like, i think it was in 2018 or 2017 i think i took over 30 or 40 planes like it was pretty insane and i was like ah, oh, it's fine i'm vegan i don't use single-use plastic i buy second hand like i can i can do this and then Last year, I went to see a friend's talk in London, and she was. So, she had the same kind of last I asked me, but she had also quit flying, and she explained why, and she gave numbers, and she was like, Yeah, whatever you do, flying is like such a big part of our carbon footprint. It's huge. You can't even imagine how big it is. And I was like, Huh, now that I know this, I cannot know this, and I would be a hypocrite if I didn't do anything about it. So, I decided to quit flying, and I didn't fly at all for a year. Uh, The last flight I took was to Copenhagen, actually.
0: Oh, (laughs) (laughs) hope it was worth it. It was, it was. Uh,
1: But then, uh, so for a whole year I didn't fly and came this winter. I had to go back to Belgium for the holidays, for Christmas. And so I got here at first by train. So I've taken a lot of night trains because only night trains arrive in Lisbon from Mm. outside of Portugal. And I wanted to take a night train again for to, to go back to Belgium, and I realized that there were no night trains at that time of the year. I was like, oh, so all like my options are either to fly or to take a like thirty-seven-hour bus or something. Like, and I cannot do this. Like, I have I have back issues, and I have to work, and like I cannot do this. So like maybe I should rethink things, and because if it's bring me more stress than anything, and anxiety, I'm not going to be able to do any good for the world anyway because I'm not going to be at my like my best self so I thought I could try and tame it down and only take planes when it's really necessary and -hmm. do it very mindfully and of course uh, offset my flights uh, which is not a solution it's better than nothing and yes I'm trying to be conscious and also realize that we can't be perfect in an imperfect society Mm -hmm. like we had to act with what we're given Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm definitely not gonna fly all the time, but I can't commit anymore to not flying at all, yeah. but just reducing as much well as possible. Yeah.
0: I think that's yes. already so so good because yeah. I like now realize for myself really how unconscious I am about mm-hmm. that and just really taking things mm-hmm. so. Off. But we can't
1: know because like it's just shown everywhere. Like traveling yeah. has become such this such a huge trend, a huge thing that everyone wants to do, and you feel like you're missing out if you don't go everywhere, yeah. and it's just like thrown at us. Constantly, like all yeah. the time, like hey, you should go there, you should go there, you should do this, and flights are so cheap. Yeah. So, it, yeah, no one really realized, it. like I had no idea before, I didn't even think about it, like yeah. I'm just thinking, okay.
0: No, exactly, yeah. Yeah. yeah, same same with me. Mm. But then you're also vegan. I am so interested in mm-hmm. hearing, like, um, whenever I hear someone mm-hmm. is vegan, how do they feel? Because you so often hear, oh my god, it made the biggest difference, I felt so different. Yeah. Was that for you like that?
1: To me, it changed, yeah, yeah a lot positively but so i went vegan three and a half years ago
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but i first went vegan i think five or six years ago and i don't know if you've heard of frilly the banana girl No. Uh, she was a big youtuber at the time a big vegan youtuber and she was super harsh like very hardcore really like in your face and like (laughs) like yelling at people and she was eating like showing her diet and she was like yeah uh you should eat 30 bananas a day and this and do that and i was like wow that's intense like she she had like the perfect body and i was like oh my god mm-hmm. like if she can do this and she had the same kind of because i come from a past of big eating disorders and so mm-hmm. did she so i was like okay if that helped her recover i should try it and for me that was veganism so mm-hmm. i ate that way and i got super sick i just yeah i was fainting all the time and i gained a lot of weight and i was like I was like, whoa, 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 that's not for me. So I went back to eating animal products. And then I felt like it wasn't really aligning with the way I was feeling. Uh, so I decided to do more research about veganism. And I was like, oh, you can actually eat normally. And you don't have to eat 30 bananas a day <laughs> to be a <laughs> vegan. So that's how I actually went vegan then. Mm-hmm. But uh, so the first time I had a very bad experience. And when I actually did some research, like it's the best thing I could have done. And I also... Um, did a nutrition training in plant-based mm-hmm. nutrition mm-hmm. so yeah i think anyone can be vegan and be healthy it's just a matter of being a little bit more conscious and changing your habits because we don't really know how to eat only mm-hmm. plants. but i've been feeling so much better my energy level, levels are so much better i sleep i used to have very bad insomnia mm-hmm. uh it's not the case anymore uh, my skin is much better mm-hmm. uh yeah also about like Th- four years ago i quit smoking mm. and i gained a lot of weight when i quit smoking mm. and yeah just like being vegan has helped me really lose the weight again in mm. a very natural way without forcing myself or anything mm. so that's been really good
0: yeah. okay and what was your main learning from when you first were vegan and w- mm-hmm. to now being vegan Wh- what exactly did you change
1: uh i i it's a bigger variety of foods because then I was eating just basically almost just sugar and I've never been a sugar, sugar person so I was mm-hmm. just eating mostly fruits every day and I wasn't really having any like plant protein like I wasn't having a lot of uh, beans and le- like any kind of legumes uh, yeah I wasn't having enough vegetables uh, yeah so I'm just now I eat a way more balanced diet I eat a bit of everything mm-hmm. rather than just bananas and mangoes <laughs> <laughs>
0: And the other book you've written is the from you to you. Yeah. So self love is mm-hmm. a huge topic and um what what would be your main tips for some like to, to mm-hmm. give someone in regards to self love?
1: Ooh. I meant, oh, that's a good one. Uh th- my main tip is to um have a practice daily to just write three things you're grateful for and it can be anything. I mean even though you're at the worst in your life you can be grateful for your lungs to make you breathe, for the sun to, to, to rise every morning and that really really has helped me be more positive and when you're more positive you tend to enjoy the world more and love yourself more and yeah and also yeah just trying to not be hard on yourself but that's like a longer process of course but I think be, have finding things to be grateful for is really important. It's mm-hmm. like the number one thing. And also a really good tip is to just look in the mirror and smile. <laughs> <laughs> and that feels very, very weird. But like just smiling, or even without a mirror, just like forcing yourself to smile, it, like, it mm-hmm. triggers something in your brain that actually makes you happy. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, also mm-hmm. a good one. Oh, yeah,
0: that's sweet. <laughs> I'm going to try it.
1: Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah,
0: I learned, I had a, a course while I was in Cape Town mm-hmm. on emotional intelligence very long. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was so interesting. And we, we got like the exercise to stand in front of a mirror mm-hmm. and say loudly, like... For me, it would be Nicole. I love you. So, and to say yeah. that, like, like, oh, was it I love you? Or it was Nicole. You're so great. Or something. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: It's so like rewiring the, the brain. R- yeah. Like this, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. And and it, it feels so it weird, feels right? Weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, but also funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is that something you do daily, or with the smile? Uh, way?
1: not necessarily. But like when I think about it and mm-hmm. when I remember, or when I really feel down, yeah, mm-hmm. I do it. But the gratitude thing, yeah, I try to do it daily, morning and evening.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Should like, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And you mentioned the eating disorder, mm-hmm. and I think, especially like within the, this whole area of yoga, mm-hmm. and where it's mainly also women, and mm-hmm. it's it's a huge topic as well, yeah. also in sense of like over exercising mm-hmm. and under eating. Yeah. What? Uh, how was it for you? And what helped you to get out of it?
1: So for me, it was super hard. I think I mm-hmm. suffered with it for, I would say, thirteen to fourteen years. Wow. So yeah, it was a really long time. I Started very young, and I was very, very self-hurting and damaging. And um, I've seen a lot of doctors, like psychiatrists and everything. Nothing helped. I was so good at just lying to them. <laughs> so, like to be honest, it didn't really help or do much. So, what I did was—I uh, don't even really know how I helped myself. Well, I have—I've made videos about it actually on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But yeah, will,
0: I'll write your name and your channel and everything into the show notes. Awesome. People need to <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean, I was that when I was living in LA at some point, I was really feeling very, very bad. And I started doing like a, I just spent a lot of time on my own, on my laptop on YouTube. And actually it really helped because I came across a lot of channels that talked about self-love and self-help. And that's when I started really meditating and um, doing yoga and all that kind of thing and taking care of myself. That I was able to help myself, but it took me a long time. And I was just setting goals like eat at least a certain amount of calories and keep them for a few like a certain amount of days and things like this and having set goals like like baby steps really helped me in the end achieve like better mental health i would say in Mm -hmm. that regard but i mean i can't say that it's completely cured in a way like i still struggle with body dysmorphia and everything but it's so much less and mm-hmm. i think it's something that will always stay in the back of your, of your mind when you've suffered from eating disorders and even if it's not major like it will mostly when it's been for so many years mm-hmm. but it's a voice that you learn to tame
0: mm-hmm. and
1: get quiet mm-hmm. a little bit with time
0: mm-hmm. and you mentioned meditation yeah how how did you start meditating and how do you meditate today
1: so uh, when I was a kid my parents were really into meditation and everything so I've kind of always been around it even though when I was growing up they didn't really do it anymore and it's something that they put aside because of work and life and everything uh, but I don't even remember how I came across it at first but probably also like when I was like looking at that, those things on YouTube and I think I started meditating really when I was in LA so that was four years ago, four or five, five years? Four years? Five years. Five years ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I, I've i been through periods where I meditate a lot every day, then I don't at all because life gets in the way mm-hmm. and I just forget about it and everything. Uh, now, I'm, I had a period of time where things were a bit crazy when I first moved here, like there's always so much to do here. It's like crazy how social this city is. Mm-hmm. So I kind of lost myself a little bit and now I'm getting back into it. So I'm trying to get back into a routine uh i i'm gonna have days where i'm gonna meditate for longer most of days it's just like a little 10 minute practice in the morning uh if i find or give myself more time i will do a little bit more but i try not to push myself too hard but also i like having a good practice because i noticed how better my days are when Mm -hmm. i meditate first thing when i wake up
0: Mm -hmm. and do you use guided meditations
1: uh i do both sometimes i don't do anything i just put very like uh, calm music, or I used uh, meditating apps or YouTube videos, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, when I haven't meditated for a while, I use a meditation to get back into it, mm-hmm. mostly.
0: Okay, yeah. but I also was just asking myself, how was it though living in LA, especially with when you w- said you were already like in a kind of unstable place with eating and because. Isn't everyone crazy it over w- there? It was
1: horrible. Like, yeah. to be honest, I hated LA. I loved it at first when I g- got there and I was still, like, in vacation mode, discovering the city. It was amazing. But then, because I was in the acting school there. Uh, yeah. So it's a crazy world. It's just, it's just a world of sharks. And everyone is trying to stab everyone in the back to succeed. Oh. And I had no idea who were my real friends. It was really, really tough. So actually, I was supposed to stay for a year and I left after 10 months. I just couldn't mm. handle it anymore. And it really got to my head and I was... Not at, yeah, everything s- felt so fake, and I was just comparing myself to everyone all the time. And you know, you just feel like you're nothing, and just like a tiny grain of sand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I felt like it was really important for me to live that away, live that aside. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I actually discussed a view of the film industry. I stopped acting, mm-hmm. really, completely. So yeah. Okay. That was, but it was also a big like turn point in my life
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that's when i decided to really like do things for myself and i think i think the fact that i saw and realized how detrimental people could be to each other and to themselves and the way i was feeling there really made me want to change things and mm-hmm. get better so i think it was like a blessing in disguise mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
0: yeah sometimes it really takes these mm. moments th- to yeah yeah really realize that you have to make a change yeah. you can't go on like that anymore yeah absolutely yeah yeah, that's so so important. Also, um, but I lately read an article on Medium how you should mm-hmm. always make use of when, you for example, move or mm-hmm. just have have a huge change in your life to start over and implement completely new habits. yeah, and, and that is
1: that is I, good. So, oh, I haven't seen that one. Now, yeah. <laughs> I've been oh, on okay. Medium a lot lately. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to see it. Me too, yeah, me too. I love Medium
0: <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one last question: What? have been so far the most inspiring maybe YouTube or podcast mm-hmm. books? People what would you say everyone should like see or read or ask?
1: Oh I got so right at the moment I'm finishing a book that I absolutely love called Why We Sleep. Ah,
0: yeah, yeah. I I read that one yeah, well, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah I think
1: it's a really really important book to read for mm-hmm. anyone because mm-hmm. sleeping is so important <laughs> yeah, true. so yeah it really explains it mm-hmm. really well okay. um, one of the, um, I have two books that have really changed the way I, th- I think uh, the first one is uh, the miracle morning Mm-hmm. Uh, I read it when I was back in LA, a year later I went back for a month to, for work and, and like two weeks for work, two weeks on holiday and that's, I had a great time when I was there then because I didn't have the whole stress of the city and needed to find my way and I, read, I was reading that every morning I was going for a run and, uh, on the boardwalk in Venice Beach and then I was going to meditate on the beach and I was reading my book it was just like perfect, <laughs> it felt amazing and that book really changed my life just helped me start having a good morning routine and implementing changes and uh, the other one is the four agreements Mm -hmm. uh and it's just uh, a book that talks about the four agreements everyone should make with themselves so if I remember well there is uh, never make assumptions always be impeccable with your word uh what are the two others um um, always do your best Mm -hmm. and i can't remember the fourth one but uh everyone should read it anyway it's very short Uh and it's just yeah i'm Gonna reread it next week. Definitely. Oh, nice! Cause it's sober, that's huh?
0: such a good idea. I love mm-hmm. rereading books. Yeah. I think that's also. I feel like everyone is always like, you should read hundred books a year, and the more, the better. And for <clears> myself, <throat> I found it's much better to read less books but yeah. read them properly exactly. and, and good quality, again, quality books. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 And mark things. Yeah, and I, and I yeah, yeah always like yeah. Uh,
1: underline and uh, take that take notes and everything. Yeah. So yeah. And otherwise, uh, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, I'm actually like. Planning on listening to more podcasts, like uh-huh. I think I want to implement more. Uh, but influencers or YouTube, like I have a few friends who are amazing into like sustainability. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my friend who did the talk that uh, got me to stop flying, she's most mostly on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's, she's um, Earth Wonderess, mm-hmm. her name. I have uh, my good friend in the UK, emi sustainably vegan. Mm-hmm. She's doing so much for the environment, and madeline Olivia. She's also doing a lot. Um, for uh, self-love and minimalism, mm-hmm. and yeah, also have a really, really good friend in Denmark. Uh, her name mm-hmm. is Gita Mary,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she's from Aalborg. And mm-hmm. yeah, she's also very interesting, and she talks. So, she gives so many good tips for reducing waste and all that oh, kind of nice. stuff. So yeah, I I'll give you all the names. Her, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like your smile is so similar to her. Like you, like when I see you smile, you remind <laughs> me of her so much. <laughs> yeah, I to meet
0: her. <laughs> yeah she, nice. she's
1: amazing. She's okay. a great person.
0: Cool, yeah, I will write all these mm-hmm. names down and also like of course your Instagram and your YouTube. Yeah. And <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. That a lot of have fun. Have dinner later. I'm looking yes, forward to that's that. Going to be fun, for sure. yeah. I hope you enjoyed listening to this interview and if you have any questions, you can always reach out to the both of us. You can come to my website, yoga or my Instagram. I'd love to hear from you and I'll be talking to you soon. Namaste.